Well, girls and boys and everybody, it's great to be here tonight, and I want to thank you for inviting us along. And uh, I'm just we've just got one other little child to sing, and he's gonna he's in this box. The boys and girls, what's his name? Do you remember his name? Freddie. That's right. And Freddie, I thought I'd get Freddie to to sing my little text today because I want us to I want to read a little text, and it's in it's in the Bible, and it's a very well known text. It's found in John. Chapter 3, and his verse 16, and a lot of you would have learned that at Sunday school. But I'll just get Freddie to sing my text today because he loves singing. He's so excited. He's how many? Is it 14 sleeps? Is that what it is? But it was 15 yesterday, was it? I was somewhere yesterday, and the boys and girls told me it was, it was 15 more sleeps. It must be 14 today. Anyway, you ready? Here he comes. He's in this little box here. He's Freddie, you're coming. Oh, we had the life out. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, good evening, everyone. Oh, I don't talk with any loud. <laughs> a, little, a little bit shy. Say it one more time, Freddie. Sit up nicely, Freddie. <coughs> good evening, everyone. <laughs> and Freddie, you've got your little Christmas hat on. Yeah, well, I'm getting, I'm feeling Christmassy. You're feeling Christmassy. Well, Freddie, can you sing? Can you sing your the little memory verse for me tonight? Yeah. <coughs> well, there's lots of people. There is lots of people. Don't be nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> John three sixteen. John three sixteen. Oh God, so love the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish that. of a sore throat because you've been singing a lot lately, haven't you? Yeah. Well, Freddie, that was lovely. Now, Freddie, if you get in your little box, is that okay? Oh, could I not sing your own an angel? No, we've, we've done that. Okay. Okay. Well, Freddie, we're going to have a little Bible lesson now. Okay, so okay. What are you going to say to all the girls and boys? I have a very, 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 very happy Christmas and a happy Okay. There you go. He's a good boy. Well, there you go. Now, boys and girls, I'd like to speak to you tonight just a little bit. Here you go. So I'll put this little board up here. I haven't, I haven't mastered that 
thing, you know, the overhead yet. Oh, no, I don't know how, how to do it, you see. But I can do this when all the, when all the electric goes, okay? But you wouldn't see anything. But anyway, boys and girls, there you go. Now, I want to talk to, a little bit tonight about a wonderful city. A wonderful city. We read in the Bible about a wonderful city. Does anybody know what that city is called? It's a wonderful city. In that city, there's no... I haven't said it yet. Go on, what's that wonderful city? Go on. Bethlehem, well, that was a wonderful city. That's it. I'm thinking of another city. And in that city, the Bible says, in this wonderful city, there's no sadness. No, never, you never get sad. And you never get sick. Never get sick. It never gets dark. <laughs> Go on then, yes. Heaven, yes. It's a, it's a wonderful city, heaven. Look, I'll little, put this little picture up there. Boys and girls, you'll love heaven because in heaven... Mums and dads can never send you to bed in heaven because there's no night in heaven. Is that one? There's no night in heaven. It's day 24-7. But the thing is, you can never get bored in heaven because there's no time in heaven. It's wonderful. It's an eternal city for eternal boys and girls and men and women that have eternity, have the Lord Jesus in the heart. So boys and girls, heaven's a wonderful place. The Bible says here, let me tell you, no, sa- no sorrow, no sadness. There's no tears. Nobody cries in heaven. Nobody dies in heaven. Isn't it sad when someone you love dies? But nobody dies in heaven. It's a wonderful place. And there's no crying. There's no pain in heaven. And we've, we all know pain. I mean, there's pain when you fall over and graze your knee or, or whack your elbow. But there's, there's also lots of pain. A lot of people have pain in their hearts. Pain of things that have happened. Pain of losing a loved one, pain, the pain of a broken home and broken families and broken hearts. We live in a world where there's a lot of pain. But in heaven there's no pain. There's no sorrow. There's no sadness. There's no sickness. There's no suffering. There's no pain. But boys and girls in heaven, there's no sin. Oh yeah. There's no sin in heaven. And we spell the little word sin there. Look, S, how do we spell sin? S-I-N. And of course, the middle letter of the word sin is I. And that's what sin is. That's really what sin is. It does. It's not difficult to understand. God said to Adam and Eve, he put them in a beautiful garden. He made a beautiful world. He said, you can eat from the peach tree and the plum tree, the pear tree, the apricot tree, the apple tree. You can eat from the pomegranate tree. Do they grow on trees? I don't know if they grow on trees. But anyway, you can eat from all the trees. He said, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they just decided they would. They listened to the voice of God's enemy, the devil, and they decided, well, I will. And that's when sin came into the world. And that's what sin is. God's way says we should always tell the truth. But some say, well, I'll just tell a little, a little lie. But it's I, you see? That's what sin is, I. That's why the Bible says we should love God with all of our hearts, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. We should put God first. We haven't always done that. And the Bible says in heaven there's no sin. But the sad thing is, the sad thing is that the Bible also says that we've all sinned. The Bible says that we're sinful. The Bible says we're born sinful. The Bible says that if anyone says they've never sinned, in, in, in the first epistle of John, the Bible says, if you say you've never sinned, then you're calling God a liar. And that's a sin. And you're deceiving yourself. The Bible says if God should mark sin, no one could stand. We've all sinned. We've all done wrong. Well, no one's pointing the finger here tonight. 
But if anyone says they've never sinned, they're deceived. Because we've all sinned. We've all gone our own way. We haven't always put God first. We haven't always obeyed him. And boys and girls, that's a very sad thing because in heaven, you see, the Bible says there's no... Oops. The Bible says in heaven, there's no... <coughs> Excuse me. It's very embarrassing. There you go. Now in... <laughs> Just give it a little... Okay, it should work now. Okay. Now the thing... <laughs> <laughs> that's because boys and girls there is no sin in heaven there is there is no sin in heaven boys and girls you, you can't go to heaven with sin in your heart so of course that's why Freddie read that little verse for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son it's Christmas time isn't it and at Christmas time we, we give gifts we give gifts to people we care for people we love we try and give the best we can. It doesn't matter whether it's just a little something you've made or whether it's a diamond ring. That's not important. The price of the gift, it, it's, it's giving the best you can. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. God loves the whole world. It doesn't matter the colour of your skin. It doesn't matter where, what accent you have. It doesn't matter where you're from, whether you're fast or slow or clever or not so clever. The Bible says God loves the whole world. He loves the whole world. Of course, it's very sad not everybody God loves will go to heaven. I know there's a lot of people go to hell because they don't want to receive the gift of God. You see, for God so loved the world that he gave. That he gave. What did he give? He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, that whosoever, that's you and me and them and us, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But you see, unless you believe... You, you will perish. The Bible says God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So boys and girls, that's why God sent his son. Where did Jesus come from? He came from, yes, heaven, that's right. I asked some boys and girls that last Tuesday, and they said Bethlehem, but he didn't come. So you're right. He didn't come from Bethlehem, he came to Bethlehem. It was, it was the Lord Jesus that made the stars to shine and the rolling sea and the mountains high. It was the Lord Jesus that created the whole universe. The Bible tells us that very clearly. But God sent his son into the world because God wants us in heaven. God wants all men to be in heaven. The Bible says God isn't willing that anyone should perish. He wants everyone to be saved. But you see, you can't get to heaven unless you are saved. You can't get to heaven by being good. Oh no, you can be good all your life and not go to heaven. You can't get to heaven by going to church, though it's good to go to church and it's good to be good. But there's a lot of people, a lot of people that never got to heaven, that, that, that are in hell tonight, that went to church all their lives. Because they never came to Jesus. They never received the gift. There's a wonderful gift tonight and that is the gift of God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And the Bible says that Christ Jesus came into the world. Why did he come into the world? So we could chop all the trees down and put the tinsel up and the lights. No, it's all right to do that. 
But that's not why Jesus came into the world. When he was in the world, he made blind people see, deaf people hear, people that couldn't walk, walk again, dead people live again. But that's not why he came into the world. He came into the world to save sinners. That's why he came. He came to die. He knew before he left heaven he was going to die on the cross. He knew before he was in the manger he was going to die on the cross. But he came. Jesus said, I came down from heaven. That's what Jesus said. He came down from heaven. He said, not to do his own will, but to do the will of him that sent him. And the day that Jesus was born in the manger, or put in the manger, I think some of the boys and girls read it. Remember the angel says, today, today in Bethlehem is born a saviour. But before the angel said that, one of the children did read it, the angel said, fear not, fear not. Do you know there's a lot of people in Dungannon today, maybe in the house, all over the world, the hearts are full of fear. Some people are afraid to live, others are afraid to die. But you know, when you've got Jesus in your heart, it's a little song we often sing, and I'm sure you sing it here, you can sing, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Do you know a lot of people in the world, in Dungannon today, woke up and they couldn't face the day. They had to turn to their pills and to drugs and to drink and to different vices. They couldn't face the day. Couldn't, couldn't face. But it's wonderful when Jesus is in your heart. You have nothing to fear. That's why the angel said, fear not. Today, in Bethlehem, is born a saviour. And of course, Joseph was told by the angel, you must call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from the sin. And that's why Jesus came. He came into the world to save sinners. Because you see, the wages of sin, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. To be separated from God for all eternity. To be put into an awful place of suffering and pain and torment. The Bible says where the smoke never ceases to rise, the flames are never quenched. It's an awful place. And God doesn't want anyone to be there. The Bible says in his mercy, in his love, he holds back his hand of judgment. Do you know some grown-ups, they say, they say, why doesn't God put an end to it all? If, if the world's so bad and all this is happening, well, the reason he doesn't end it all now is because if he ended it all now, some of the people in this house would be lost. You see, God is so kind and merciful, he just keeps back his hand of judgment because he wants more boys and girls. He wants more men and women to come and be saved. Because if you're not saved, you're lost. And you'll be lost forever. So that's why Jesus, that's why Jesus waits and he wants you to come. But boys and girls, he was now to the cross and the Roman soldiers had never read the Bible. And I know I tell you this every time, but it's so true. The Roman soldiers thought it was the three nails that held Jesus to the cross, but that would have been impossible. Impossible. He created the whole universe. He walked on water. He made blind men see again and lame men walk again. And dead men live again. It would be impossible for three nails to hold Jesus to the cross. Because though Jesus became a man, he's God. He always has been God, always will be God. 
And he knew he was going to die. As soon as he was put in that little manger, remember the wise men came a few months later and Herod said, you tell me where he is. And Herod, the king, the king wanted to kill the baby, but the king couldn't kill a baby. The king couldn't. When Jesus, when Jesus grew up and started to preach, they, the whole crowd tried to push him off a cliff one day, but they couldn't because he's God. One day, a whole group of people tried to throw big stones at him and kill him, but they couldn't because he's God. The day he died, nobody, nobody, nobody held his hands down on the cross while the other ones nailed them in. The Bible says he laid down his life. He gave his life. He knew he was going to die on the cross. He told his disciples the night before. He told them the week before. He told them several weeks before. He came to die. He came into this world to save sinners. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him. You see, to truly believe is to trust. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. I wonder if you've got all your presents yet, have you? Have you bought all, have you bought mums and dads and grannies and granddads? And, well, what we have, I haven't either. <laughs> okay. But it's still 14 days. But boys and girls, God's gift, God's gift is the greatest gift. It's called salvation. It's called salvation. And you can't get to heaven without it. The Bible says you must be saved. And salvation's a wonderful gift because when you take the gift of salvation, you get forgiveness of your sin. Forgiveness of your sin. And he gives you hope in a world that's full of hopelessness. And boys and girls, he gives you peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. We heard that read tonight. Thou shalt call his name Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. And do you know you can have peace in your heart today? You don't have to go to bed being worried and anxious and, and fretful. You can put your head on the pillow tonight and have peace if you have Christ because he is peace. The Bible says let the peace of God rule in your heart. He gives you joy. The Bible says it's such a wonderful joy you can hardly, it's unspeakable. It's just, it's unexplainable. It's a joy you can have even in the midst of death and sorrow and sadness and suffering. It is. It's a wonderful joy. I asked Jesus into my heart many years ago when I was 11 and he filled my heart with his joy. And one of my favourite little choruses is I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. You not always be happy about everything that happens. No, but you're, when you receive Jesus in your heart, you'll have joy. And of course, you have eternal life. But you see, when you're given your gift on Christmas morning, what must you do with your gift? If someone says, here's a gift, what, what must you do with the gift? Yeah. You must what? Say thank you. Yeah, don't forget to say thank you. That's right. That's a very important thing to do but I have a I think I have a little gift I have a little gift here look I have a little gift here it's got somebody's name on it I don't know if they're here here it is look it says to to whosoever to whosoever it, 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 does anybody this is a gift it's for whosoever 
whosoever will receive it can have it. Will anybody, will anyone receive and take the gift? There you go. What's your name? Jacob. Jacob. That's a lovely name. There you go. Jacob. Jacob, that's yours to keep forever. Okay. Okay. And you could, who, who would like, who'd like, who wished they had that gift? Hey, you should have come, shouldn't you? You see, but hands down. That was just what we call an illustration. But you see, Jacob, he believed. He believed. He wasn't care what anybody thought. He thought, well, I'm going to get that gift. And that's what it's like with God's gift, you see. You see, God's gift must be received. The Bible says, and it was read tonight by one of the young men, it says, to as many as receive him, he gives the power to become a part of God's family. Now, boys and girls, heaven's a wonderful place, but it's only for God's family. It, it isn't for religious people. Oh, no, not at all. It's not for churchgoers, not at all. It's only, it's not for Presbyterians or Pentecostals or Methodists or, or any, it's not, it's, it's only for God's family. And you only become a part of God's family when you receive the gift of eternal life. For God so loved the whole world that he gave his only, one and only son, the Lord Jesus. This is what you must do, that if you truly believe in him and receive him, his gift, turn from your sin. The Bible uses a big word. It says you must repent from, repent from your sin, turn to the Lord Jesus and receive him into your heart. Then he'll give you his gift. And then you will have a clean heart because he'll take away all the darkness and all the sorrow, and all the sadness, and all the sin. The Bible says our sin is like darkness. And boys and girls, when Jesus comes, we heard tonight that he's the light. And when he comes, he takes all your sin away. And boys and girls, there are, there are clean hearts in heaven, but there are no sinful hearts in heaven. I wonder today, not just the young, but I wonder today in this house, have you received him? Can you point to the day or the time when you received Jesus as your saviour? If you can't today, then you're in terrible need. You're in terrible need. You need a saviour. Because the Bible says, without Christ, without salvation, you can't. You can't get to heaven. You must be, Jesus said. You must be saved. You must be born from above. You must receive Christ. If you've never done that and you want to speak to someone, you come and speak to you or, or see Stephen or myself or someone else, but talk to the Lord Jesus. I hope, you, I hope that's made it a little clear. And you know, this Christmas, this Christmas there's something, you won't believe this, there's something that you can give God. There's something you must give him. You must give him your heart. He says, give me your heart. You give him that sinful heart and he'll make it white as snow. Let's have a little prayer before you and comes back. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the girls and boys. We thank you for the, uh, the men and the women. We thank you for every heart that's gathered in this house. We thank you, Lord, that you love us all. 
We thank you died upon the cross. We thank you that you rose again. And we thank you, Lord, that one day you're coming again, but Lord, you're only coming for those that have received you. You're only coming for those that have, that have turned from the sin and, and, and given you the heart. So Lord, we pray tonight for those in this house that have never received you, never turned from their sin, never repented, trusting in their goodness. Lord, convict them of their sin, we pray. And we pray tonight you'd open their blinded eyes and they would receive you. And now of the greatest gift, the gift of everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, friends. Thank you.